I wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands I live on. I pay my respects to the Ghana people, elders, past and present, and honour their ongoing traditions. Welcome to the Mind Body Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Clark. Here I talk about all things mind and body and how this relates to ourselves and our parenting. I envision a world where children are seen and heard and parents feel supported and less alone. Join me here in the power of story, expert knowledge and lived experiences. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Mind Body Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Clark. And today I want to talk about unconditional parenting and the Alfie Cone episode that was a few weeks ago. So if you haven't had a listen, you can go back and have a listen to that episode. This will also make sense if you if you haven't heard that one yet. I had a few people message me and say, I loved the episode. And he talks a lot about moving away from punishments and rewards and timeouts and praise and things like that. So, Shelley, what do we do instead? Uh, How do we move away from using these things if we have been in our family? And so I wanted to dedicate an episode to unpacking that a little bit more and breaking it down into five, I've kind of put it into five steps that we can do to move away from using those things with our children. I also wanted to mention that I have created a free download with all of this information in a PDF. So you don't need to write it down if you're out walking or driving. You can find that link in the show notes and you can read this and, you know, you've got access to a written form as well if you would like. This episode with Alfie Cohn was really based on one of his books called Unconditional Parenting. So in that book, he talks about the effects of punishments, rewards and praise. And so you can hear more about that in the episode that I did with him. Before I dive into the five steps that I've kind of created, I wanted to say that to remind us to have compassion for ourselves as parents, because often we don't know this information, often we are making this up as we go along and we often do the things that were done to us and so you know but the traditional ways of being with our children timeouts and punishments and things are very ingrained in our culture generally and so really having so much compassion for ourselves if you hear things that you have done I've probably done them too it's about having the most love and compassion for ourselves as, as parents because this is really hard. It's hard to raise our children in you know this conscious and aware and respectful way and that's the place to always start. So you know trying not to beat ourselves up if we've done some of these things. Even if we have done these things, it's okay. We can repair and, you know, change the relationship with our children so I wanted to say that first straight off the bat lots of love and compassion for ourselves as parents because we are trying to parent differently and we are also trying to unlearn a lot of patterns and things that 
we have learned our whole lives. And that's tricky. Okay, so point number one is understanding that this is a paradigm shift. So shifting from a paradigm where often we're using power over our children to control their behavior. So a big part of the Alfie Cohn episode is understanding that this is a new paradigm. This is a paradigm where we really see children as whole beings, that they're at a different developmental stage to us, but they're whole beings. They know what they need. They understand, they feel things. So we're really seeing children as equals, but at a different developmental stage to us. So they need our guidance and awareness and they need our nervous systems because we're the ones with a fully developed brain and nervous system. And so developmentally, a two or three year old's brain is very different to our adults, but they are still whole beings. And so it's a shift from a power over our children to a power with our children. It's a shift from a behaviorist paradigm where we just look at someone's behavior and if it's, you know, quiet and good, then, you know, that's a good kid. So it's very much a shift from a behavior, focus on behavior only to a relationship paradigm. So you're then focusing on the relationship between the parent and child. It's then a focus on the process you know, the process that we're going through, the process that our children are going through. And really the focus is on the attachment and the relationship between between the children and also within the whole family. You know, that's really the first point, understanding that this is a different paradigm and that our own conditioning will come up over and over and over again. And each time it's like, hang on, where, which, which lens am I looking through here? Am I shifted back to, you know, my old way of thinking or where is the, the new lens in this? And, and it really is understanding that shift in paradigm. So that's the first point that often it can feel really uncomfortable. It can feel a bit strange when we are listening to kids and we aren't always the ones in control and it's not about showing your child who's boss and all of those old paradigm kind of ways of seeing children children need to be seen and not heard you know all of those sort of ways of thinking about children really shift in this paradigm to one where we see children as whole beings and if we wouldn't do that to another adult, if we wouldn't talk like that to another adult, if we wouldn't take an adult's iPad away because they've talked rudely to us, then in this way of understanding children, we wouldn't do that to a child. So that's always a lens that I filter things through. How would this feel if someone was doing this to me? And if that doesn't feel so great, then it won't feel great for your kid. So, you know, I often say to parents, you know, how would it feel if if your husband 
said, right, you're not going to go on your phone for the next week because you just got angry at me. We would just laugh. And so it's the same thing. You know, how does it feel to a child if you just come in and take their phone away for a, a week if they had some feelings or were frustrated or angry? So really understanding the paradigm shift. That's number one. The second step to moving towards understanding, you know, unconditional parenting with our children is really looking at our own stuff. So realizing that our own feelings are ours and that we need to start to take responsibility for what is coming up for us. So this is where we're looking at our own responses, looking at when we have feelings coming up for ourselves. And it might be that we process them with a partner and talk about them. It might be that we have therapy. It might be that we decide to join a um, parent mentoring group or you have some journal processes or processes and ways to work through your own feelings and emotions that are coming up. So that then you aren't reactive, which doesn't happen all the time. I certainly, you know, sometimes we do react. We are human. But recognizing that your feelings are yours to work through, to own and to process that when a child is behaving in a certain way, They aren't making you feel anything. The feelings are yours. And then as the adult, we're looking at that curiously and working out where that's come from, what that reminds us of, maybe some journaling. But taking responsibility of our own feelings is always the place that I start. If there's a behavior that's really bugging me with my child, I will often take that to a listening partner or to a therapy session or wherever or to my journal and journal why does that bother me so much what's coming up for me right now so that then I'm not bringing those feelings into the dynamic with my child so that's step number two step number one understanding the paradigm shift step number two looking at our own feelings that are coming up Step number three is starting to attune to your child and recognizing that their behavior is a form of communication and always trying to look to see what's behind the behavior. What is the need underneath their behavior? So when we're parenting in a conditional way, the old paradigm of seeing children in the behaviorist paradigm where we're only looking at their behavior, we would be then needing to punish or control or set their behavior straight and so with this new lens that we now have we're realizing that their behavior is a sign or a a flag that there's something going on for them so you're really trying to attune to what that might be and sometimes that's just being curious sometimes it's asking them what's going on right now what do you need they might not know, but it's it's bringing that awareness that there's something underneath that's driving their behavior 
and really starting to attune to what that might be. It might be that they're hungry. It might be that they've got a whole lot of energy that's, you know, in their bodies and they need to move and go and jump on the trampoline or connect with you in some way. And so it's really that attunement to and curiosity to what is the need that's underneath that behavior. Step number four is moving alongside your child. So we've shifted the lens. We understand that this is a new way of being with our children. We've worked on our own feelings that have come up and, you know, we've, we've journaled on them. We've processed them. Maybe we've had a cry ourselves or a laugh about something and we can come in now and then attune to our child, which is step number three, and really look and be curious as to what's behind the behavior. And then we want to move alongside them. So step number four might be coming in and talking with them and giving them information. So children need information. So maybe they don't have all of the information about what is what what's needed in the moment to moment or what's happening next or what's the plan for the day. So really moving alongside your child and then you can problem solve together. Just like you would with an adult. What, you know, you and your partner or if you're in a relationship or a friend, how would you connect with them and if you had a problem to solve or something was going on and you wanted to change something in the family rather than coming in and saying, right, you need to do this and you're using power over your child. This is very much about power with, so alongside them. So it might be that you have a conversation or you come alongside them and say, hey, buddy, this is what I'm seeing that is happening or it's dinner time soon and you know, it's time to wrap up this game. How much longer have you got? And then, you know, or how much longer until the end of the episode or whatever it is that they're doing and you problem solve together. So you're clearly studying your needs. You're asking them what their needs are and you're working it out. You know, children will often have a solution for things and will often respond when we come in and respectfully ask ask questions or respectfully say hey it's dinner time how much longer have you got rather than us shouting from the kitchen which I've certainly done many times you know it's dinner come to the dinner table stop that turn your screens off do whatever and no one responds and then what can happen is we can then react and often we react when we are feeling powerless ourselves. And so that's why it's so important to go through and work through our own feelings so that then we can come alongside and move alongside our children to work with them rather than when we feel powerless, we often resort to then using power over our children. And I would be the first to say that sometimes when I'm exhausted and tired and I just want my children to go to bed, that yes, I can resort back to, you know, saying, oh, come on, let's go to bed or this is going to happen or threats or 
whatever. But my children know that we do not want to parent this way. And so when I start to resort back to old patterns, they will often say, mum, we don't want to do that. Or, you know, they'll call me out on it. And then I'm like, oh yeah, sorry. It's okay. I'm feeling really tired. I'm not, you know, responding in the ways that I really want to. Let's do this again. Can we try again? And I, you know, reset and we, you know, we, we, we start again. And so really it's about this relationship between the two of you and moving alongside and working together to solve whatever the, the problem is or whatever the situation is. Maybe it's hard to get out the door in the morning. Well, how, what does your child need? And listen to them, ask them the questions, say, hey, I've got a bit of a problem here. Mm, we, we need to get out the door. What what do you need? What What's a way that we could get out of the door on time? And, you know, it's really powerful when we work with our children. So step number five is all around understanding. I've called it connect and play. So connect and play is understanding that sometimes we might have the conversation and we've given information and we've talked to our children and we've worked out what their what their needs are and what our needs are and trying to work towards meeting everybody's needs in the family. So you've had that kind of family conversation. The fifth step, rather than using punishments and rewards and uh, timeouts and things, is really understanding the power of connection and play and listening to feelings. And so sometimes when our children have a lot of feelings, when they're a bit out of balance in their bodies, their behavior can go a bit off. And, you know, we may have given them enough information. We've had the conversation with them. We don't want to, we know that their behavior, you know, we're not going to punish or reward their behavior. We want to understand that their behavior then is a signal that there's something else going on for them. And we want to come in and connect and play or listen in those moments. And so that might look like playfully responding. I've got an episode coming up around attachment play and how we can use play to respond and meet our children's needs and connect with them and allow them to shift those feelings that are, that's driving their behavior. Or it might be that we come in and we set a loving limit where they then have a chance to really express the feelings that they're carrying in their bodies. And once they've had a chance for that to be expressed and moved through, often then we can reconnect and they come back into balance. And often they then go and do the thing that we ask them to do, or they can then put their shoes on and get out the door. So it's really understanding that we're trying to meet the need and meet what's underneath the behavior through play, through laughter, through connection, or through listening to their feelings. So listening to crying and crying is our body's natural way of, of, of expressing and shifting these feelings. And so it's, it's getting comfortable with listening to our children's tears, validating their experience 
And then once they've had a chance for that to be validated, they feel seen, they feel heard, they feel loved no matter what their behavior is, no matter how they're behaving. They know that we're there for them and that we're there to listen and hold space and and love them. And love them for just their whole beings, not for how they've behaved or what they've achieved or what they've done. And so I talk a bit more about these tools in the Hand in Hand Parenting podcast episode, in the Aware Parenting podcast episode, and in the upcoming Attachment Play episode as well on how we can use play and connection and to meet our children and laughter and also listening to feelings. So crying and allowing our children to express their whole range of feelings and really creating a space where all feelings are heard and seen and validated. And then our child feels seen and loved for who they are, not just for how they behave. So these five steps of moving towards, you know, trying to parent with less punishments, rewards, praise, those types of things. Just a little recap. So the paradigm shift is first, understanding this is a new way of being with your children rather than power over them. It's power with them. It's it's alongside them. Our response and our feelings. So looking at our own reactions, having a way to process our own feelings It might be journaling, talking with a friend, talking with a partner, having some therapy, having some mentoring sessions, but allowing space for our own process first. Our children are not responsible for our feelings. And so they're ours to learn to work through so that we can respond rather than react to our children. Third step is attuning to the child. What is the need underneath the behavior? Do they need to move their bodies? Are they hungry? Do they have feelings that need to be listened to? You know, what is the need? Do they need a cuddle? Do they need some closeness? Do they need some connection? What is it that is underneath and driving that behavior? Point four is moving alongside them. So problem solving together, having a conversation where your child has all the information, coming alongside them and saying, hey, this is what I'm needing right now. What do you need right now? How can we come up with a way where everyone's needs are met? And you're problem solving that together. And this can even be, you know, as soon as they're verbal you know you can have this conversation with a a two-year-old then the fifth point or then the ways that we can respond rather than using bribes and punishments and threats and timeouts and all of the things recognizing that when we are feeling powerless ourselves we will want to revert to power over that's where we go back to step two and work through our own feelings Once we've worked through our own feelings, we can come and connect and play with our children and connect with them in a a playful way and allow space for whatever is going on for them, for them to process their feelings through either talking, expressing, crying, raging, 
play, laughter, and all of, the, all of those beautiful ways of connecting with your child. And I would also say as part of that connection and a really important part of shifting away from the power over paradigm is understanding the power of repair. So when we have resorted back to old ways of being, which will happen because we're all human and we've all grown up in, most of us have grown up in a behaviourist paradigm, we often will resort back. But if we have done things that are unenjoyable, we don't feel great about it, it didn't feel good with our child, you know, for our child, we can come and apologise. The power of repair is really yeah, it's really important. And you can come in and say, hey, I'm really sorry I said that, or I'm really sorry for the tone I used. That wasn't a really nice way to speak. I, you know, I'm sorry. Can we try again? Can I have a do-over? How about we try that again? And you can come in and uh, repair that relationship or that, you know, that break in connection or that, or, or that incident that happened. So they're the steps that we can take to start to move towards parenting away from threats and punishments and rewards to more of a relational lens with our children. So I really hope that was helpful. If you have any questions, please reach out. I'm always happy to answer questions. A reminder for the downloadable PDF with these five steps mapped out and some examples of how we can move away from the power over paradigm to being with our children. So that's in the show notes if you would like that link to download your free PDF. I also have a course 21 Days of Play which is on my website so you can access that if you would like. It goes into more playful approaches and ways that we can meet our children, you know, and bring more laughter and connection into our everyday parenting. I hope that was helpful. I will be back next week with some more guest interviews. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know your thoughts and feelings and to continue the conversation. You can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at underscore Shelley Clark underscore. If you would like to keep in the loop for all my resources and offerings as they happen, you can join my mailing list at www.shellyclark.com. Thank you for all you are doing. Your parenting is important and powerful. Have a lovely day. Bye for now.